2: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
3: And as we now move another 24 hours closer to the New York Giants playoff game, it's the New York Jets that once again take center stage because their owners said there is no playoff mandate for the New York Jets next year. What? What? There is no playoff mandate for Robert Sala and Joe Douglas next year. Oh, what, what? What, what, what? What? He also said he's willing to spend big on getting a quarterback. All right, that's good. So let's weigh the pros and the cons. Not all bad, but how do you tell a long-suffering fan base that it is not playoffs or get the f out? How do you? Uh, how do you walk us through that? Good afternoon, Evan. How are you today? Ken? I don't believe him. I don't believe him. I'm telling you right now, I think it's a lie. I think it's BS. I think it's a strategy. It's a stupid strategy, but it is one where... Let me tell you right now, Craig. Let me tell you right now. I'm going to make you a guarantee. Hold on. He thinks the team is loaded, but they don't have to make the playoffs? What are you talking about? I'm telling you right now, if the New York Jets don't make the playoffs next year, I guarantee you Robert Sala is not working here anymore Period. Stop. Now, Craig, I understand your frustration because I, like you, want to hear it. Like, I agree. I want to hear Woodrow Johnson say the words, you best make the playoffs or I'm going to fire your ass. I want to hear it too. With that said, trust me. There's a playoff mandate. Even if he doesn't say there's a playoff mandate, good day, sir. Well, I don't care. Listen, maybe he's a liar. Maybe he's not. Maybe he will fire. Maybe he's not. And you know, for a head coach that put the t shirt that said finish on it on uh, every single locker uh, after the Jets' embarrassment to the Miami Dolphins as the guys get ready for their exit interviews and whatnot. Uh, why don't we, why, why doesn't somebody step up and acknowledge that next year? I'm not saying you even have to win a playoff game, I mean, even go that far. I could make that point. There is too much talent now. On this roster, more specifically on defense, but skill position wise as well with our wide receivers for the New York Jets not to get into the playoffs. And the fact that we would go through this entire offseason now with nobody feeling that type of pressure as we are now six, seven months away from, you know, training camp, three months away from the draft and all that crap is a bad message. I'd rather you lie the other way. I'd rather you come out and say whether you mean it or not, Right. this is an edict to everybody. If you want to have your uh, New York Jet front door pass work a year from today, I better be in a playoff game next year. Don't you agree, though, Craig, actions speak louder than words? Always. In life, Always fired his BFF. Oh, and I don't want to hear. Are you telling me that there weren't other teams interested Stop. in a guy who oversaw the worst offense in football? Stop it. Oh, I thought the Jets came out and said we wanted him back, but because the other teams also coveted him, mm-hmm. we allowed him to speak to other teams. Let me explain. Are you suggesting that that's not true? It's absolute bull crap, and let me give you a short explanation. Wait a minute. time. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Are you saying to me mm-hmm. that the New York Jets wanted to keep the guy that orchestrated the 29th best offense <laughs> uh, in the NFL, but multiple teams would rather have him than whomever they currently have that the Jets just being good guys decided to allow him out of his contract? The same organization who told not one but two players after they made trade demands, shut your mouth, you're playing for this team. So the organization, rightfully so, by the way, who said no to a trade demand, no to another trade demand, now gleefully said, we wanted him back. But there was a lot of interest in Mike LaFleur being the, you know, quarterback coach somewhere. Yeah. Or I'm going to hold this football once in a while, at practice coordinator somewhere, that they said, I'll let you go. They fired him, Craig. Of course they fired him. So, right. here's my point. Yes. What sends a bigger message to Coach Sala that your ass is on the line? Firing his BFF hand-picked OC? Yeah. Or telling him there's a playoff man? Well, that's it. I would say this. and there's a playoff mandate! If Robert Sala needed Mike LaFleur to be fired to understand that he's under pressure to make the playoffs, then he's the wrong guy to begin with. And I'm not, no one's suggesting that. He needed that to happen. But I, what I think Woody or Chris or someone, maybe even Joe Douglas, frankly, could have been Joe. Mm-hmm. We don't know who it is. Had to send the message loud and clear to Robert Sala that... You've had your training wheels taken off the bike now. Yeah. Now it's all about yeah. how good a head coach are you because you may have gotten near the cupboard was bare. I'll give you that. Sure. But the cupboard is no longer bare. You have, talent-wise, more talent than teams that are playing playoff football this weekend. And hey, not only that, Craig, you have more talent than the team that Adam Gase coached to seven wins not too long ago. Correct. Right. But I think they've done that. Like you know what a playoff mandate does? Playoff mandate pleases me, and it pleases you. Well, and I want to be a fan. No, and I agree with you. I'm not differing that you shouldn't want that. But I'm just telling you, and I think you know this deep down. There is a playoff mandate. When you take the offensive coordinator who's BFFs with the head coach, and you fire his ass, and you talk about the talent that you have, you're saying there's a playoff mandate without there being a playoff mandate. Mm -hmm. Robert Sala's not the head coach of this team two years from now. If they miss the playoffs next year, that's a guarantee. I hope so. And I tell you what, my gut gut is that this was not the work of Woody Johnson. Who is it the work of? I think this is Joe Douglas. Hmm. I think this is Joe Douglas because, as you've said a couple times now, and you're right, that Mike LaFleur was a Robert Sala hire. Hey, you're going to make me head coach. I want to bring my guy with me. I've seen him work. I respect him. He's good. His brother's getting it done in Green Bay. Same tree. Bah, 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 bah. And I think this is Joe Douglas saying, hey, wait a minute. You know, I got a six-year contract here. I got off to a rough start Mm draft-wise. I've uh, made up for that. I think we'd all agree, outside of the quarterback, he has built this team into a legitimate... You know, a problem for a lot of other Joe teams. Joe Douglas has built this team well, except for a little bit of an issue. He doesn't have a left tackle. Right. He doesn't have a quarterback, and he may not have a head coach. That's the one issue. He's done a really good job, yeah. except that the three most important things you need in building a football yeah, team. Yeah, and I give Joe Douglas a pass on Mackay. I don't give him a pass on the quarterback, and we could debate that. I don't have to be right on and it. And the head coach, the jury is still yes, so and, well. I mean, and The head that. coach, we don't know. I mean, if they if they go eleven and six next year. And they're hosting a or they're in a playoff game next year. We're going to feel a lot differently than we feel right now in this moment with this head coach. So I like the commitment to spend money to get one of the many veteran quarterbacks that may be available. If we're going to spend money and it's no regard for what we spend money, then we should be on the phone with the Green Bay Packers about Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely, because he's got a $50 million price tag for next year alone on, uh, on his back. And I want to see now, as you say, action speaks louder than words. Go get us the quarterback, and let's rock. Well, that's the key. Let's and start that. there. Let's start there. Are the New York Jets going to add a quarterback? Because running it back with Zach Wilson, to me, is no, not No, I option. think at this point, uh, it is very clear they are going to get a quarterback They're not now, blaming now. Zach the Zach might be on the roster. Well, it, de- it depends. I- it depends. If the other quarterback you're bringing in is a competition quarterback... And we know who competition quarterbacks are. Mitchell Trubisky is a competition quarterback. Yes, there's a bunch of them. Gardner Minshew is a competition quarterback. Even Baker Mayfield. They're all competition quarterbacks. I want better than that. I'm sorry. So if Zach's going to be the true backup for a legitimate starting quarterback, fine, whatever. But I don't want him brought back in a competition way. And what scares me about the uh, the LaFleur firing is that while he did a terrible job for two years, I don't want him necessarily just being fired because he screwed up Zach Wilson and someone else is going to fix Zach Wilson. Because as far as I'm concerned, Zach Wilson's Done around here. Zach Wilson can be the backup quarterback to a legitimate veteran starter. A legitimate veteran to, starter. If you want to sell me on that, I don't care. By the, way, by the way, with that said, yeah. I prefer Mike White as my backup. I'll argue that with you all day. I wouldn't argue that. Now, we're arguing about a backup quarterback. Yeah. Who cares? But that's the point. Zach Wilson cannot be a significant part of this organization's plans to win next year. Otherwise, you're an unserious organization who shouldn't have a playoff mandate. Because you should have a playoff mandate with that as your quarterback? Really? Yeah, I listen, they, they have to be a playoff team. Or, uh, I, I can't speak about Joe Douglas because there's a lot of ways to not make the playoffs that have nothing at all to do with the general manager. General manager can't decide whether or not to call a timeout at the right spot in the fourth quarter. Uh, the general manager can build the best team possible. And Joe Douglas has two jobs, and you just said it. We have to get a legitimate quarterback here. There's plenty of them available. Pick the right one, and let's start with that. And then number two, even if uh, we all saw the pictures of a more slender Makai Becton, you cannot trust Makai Becton to be your starting left tackle. He may be on the roster, he may be under contract, but you got to go get me a left tackle. Yeah, uh, You want to use Makai for depth, and knock on wood, Mekhi is healthy and in great shape, and he can push somebody and earn a job, I'm good with it. But you have to address left tackle, what? you may have to address right tackle about AVT's hey. injury, and you got to get a freaking cornerback, Craig. As good of a job as Joe Douglas has done, and he has the three most important things in winning in the NFLs: the Giants. Their left tackle is Andrew Thomas; he's pretty good. Their quarterback is Daniel Jones; he had a really good year this year. Their head coach, Brian Dable, should be coach of the year. That's the trifecta. The Jets right now have none of that. Correct. They do not have a left tackle. Right. They do not have a quarterback. And I'll say this about the coach: Jerry's out, but I lean towards no. I think you lean towards no. Lean. I think most Jet fans lean towards I don't no. I would not say 100%, but if I had to pick one side or the other, the side is no. So right now, this general manager has done a fine job is still missing on the three most important yeah. ingredients in winning in the NFL. Now, truth be told, and I have to be fair about it, I wanted Sol to be hired. So, you know, the fact that he has not yet proven he is the guy and this will be his last chance to prove it, I'm not going to bury Joe Douglas because that's the guy I wanted. So I was wrong, too, if he turns out. You're not the general general manager. I can't, but, like, if if we spend, if I spend, let's just make this up, a month yelling and screaming, I want Salah, I want Salah, I want Salah, and I get the guy I specifically wanted, and that's exactly what happened. If he doesn't pan out, I'm not going to then bury the general manager. That's me. I'm not saying you can't. I wouldn't do it because for weeks I came on this show with you saying, sala 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 sala. I got what I wanted. Yeah, but there's a lot of things we want as fans that we'll admit we're wrong about. Yeah, but I'm not going to kill the GM on it. That's my point. That wouldn't be fair. I'm that not, would be duplicitous. Look, look, I'm not killing the GM. I'm describing his track record here. His track record here is, yes, he's turned this defense around. Yes, last year's draft looks amazing. All that's true. I love the town on this team. Those are facts. Here's the other facts. They don't have a left tackle, they don't have a quarterback, and the jury's out on the coach. Whether my opinion was – it doesn't matter what my opinion was. That's the general oh, manager's no, look, resume. If he doesn't get it done, Salah's out, and then you question, do you get rid of the GM as well? I mean, he will pay the piper for those decisions. I'm just not I'm not going to kill him on hiring Salah because Salah's the guy I wanted. Well, okay. But Woody Johnson can. Sure. Absolutely. Well, now they got to go find an offensive coordinator, and here's the problem. This offensive coordinator, whoever it is, and I've got my preferences. We'll get to that maybe some other time. You have to convince that OC to come here with a head coach that's clearly on a playoff mandate, which means he'll be fired after one year, yeah. and you don't even know who your quarterback is. You walk through that door and take this job, and you have no idea who's running your offense. Chicken and egg is then. Go ahead. Who do you hire first, the quarterback or the coach? They're going to hire the coach first. You think so? Yeah. No question. No guarantee on that. Yeah, they are. Why is that a guarantee? I think it's very likely that they hire the O.C. So that they don't lose out of the best candidate, right? So well, like post Super Bowl, also because I r- guess the way it goes is once you're eliminated, unless you get permission, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and if it's an upgrade, the team can't stop you from taking a promotion. Well, the other so in other th- words, pardon me, yeah, if you're like a top notch stud quarterback coach and the Jets want to hire you to be OC, the team you're with, unless they you know give you the job there, have to let you go do that because it's a uh, um. It's an upgrade. Right, right, right. But also, Robert Sala at his press conference today, and you could call BS on this. That's fine. I just want to give you the info. Yeah. Robert Sala said the new offensive coordinator will have say in who the quarterback is, his words. Really? Yeah. Okay. So they're going to hire an offensive coordinator. Without that OC knowing who the coach is, and maybe he has a, or the quarterback is, he may have a quote unquote say. Yeah. But you know who has a much bigger say? Joe Douglas, even Woody Johnson, the offensive coordinator, whether it's Matt Nagy or Daryl Bevel, spare me on that. No, I got the guy. Or guys. Cliff Kingsbury, whoever you want to, Ooh. I have a guy too. Who's your guy? Uh, it's not Cliff Kingsbury, but I do like Cliff Kingsbury. He's also making like $8 million a year through 2026. Who's your guy? So why would he come here to be an OC? No, I think there's a lot of these candidates. And there's there, there, there are two guys that come to mind. Uh, they are both in the college ranks right now. Oh, we're on the same page. Yes. My number one guy is at the college ranks right now. Are we talking about the same guy? Are we talking about the offensive coordinator of the national champions? Todd Munkin. Todd Munkin? He's one of my guys. That's my guy. Yeah, so to me, Todd. Todd Munkin, yes. he's probably gonna get a head coaching job, I imagine, but I kick the tires. No, for he's sure. not. Now he's not. You why think he's he gonna jump because they hold me, hold out here. Todd Munkin, by the way, is the offensive coordinator for Georgia. Stetson Bennett. Yeah. Yeah, he has, also has a great resume. He was the OC of Tampa Bay. Jameis Winston had yeah. success. He was the head coach of SMU. Uh, he's done a. He's got I a. Think resume. He was with the Browns for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the OC of the defending national champions. I don't think that necessarily gets you to jump. To a head coaching position. Now, he did interview for the Jet job a few years ago, and if I'm not mistaken, was up there to the end versus Adam Gase. Like, he was right was there. He? Okay. But I wouldn't think that he's going to go from OC of the national champions right to the head coaching position. Okay. I think he's going to get a offensive coordinator. Well, job. There, there's a second guy that I would bring in that I'm going to assume you're going to poo-poo. Because you're a poo-poo platter kind of guy. Can I guess guy? who you're going to say? 100%. Lane Kiffin. No. You oh. know I love Lane Kiffin. Oh. Lane Kiffin ain't leaving Ole Miss to become an offensive coordinator. <laughs> no, but you love him. I love Lane Kiffin. That's Lane Kiffin is one of the greatest young minds in all football. All right. I would hire Lane Kiffin to be my head coach in a Finston, oh, which is quicker than an instant. Uh, I'm going to give you a name. You're not going to like the name, but I do. Go ahead. Bill O'Brien. Uh, I don't
1: th- I don't hate the name.
3: Offensive coordinator for Alabama. Listen, is- head coaching experience. So if Robert Sala F's up, I got a guy who can take over the job if I need it. Well, first of He's, uh, all. He's a patriot lineage. Uh, and... I would bring him in here in a minute. I have no issue with Bill O'Brien, and this is very important to address here. A guy's track record as a head coach is irrelevant. I'm not looking for a head coach. I'm looking for an offensive coordinator. Frank Reich, Gary Kubiak, uh, anyone else, Mike McCoy, anyone else who's been a head coach before, Ben McAdoo. Ben McAdoo's an interesting name. His job as a head coach is irrelevant because, again, there are, there's a long list about NFL history, you know this, man, of successful coordinators who could not be a head coach. That's right. That's not what I'm looking for. So I'm not going to be turned off by a guy's failure as head coach. I want someone who has experience, all right, not someone who's learning on the job. I want someone with a track record, and I want someone who can coach a veteran quarterback because you bet your ass, Craig. If this team wants to go to the playoffs next year, you don't dilly dally with the Zach Wilson experiment. You know what will get Joe Douglas fired, in my opinion? Dilly dallying that you picked a kid two overall and you've got to run it back. No, I think that's a fireable mistake. Hey, Joe, you screwed up. It's okay. I'm not firing you over that mistake. What I would fire you over is if you don't realize it's a mistake. 877-337-6666. Cardin Roberts saw the fan. Your diehard Jet fans will get your take on everything that happened uh, today in the uh, Woody Johnson press conference. I know most of you did not hear it. So uh, as much as we can throughout the day, we'll give you uh, clips of it and uh, let you know exactly what he said.
2: our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
0: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward.
3: Carton and Roberts on The Fan, WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. I'm surprised Tommy likes this. Not, uh not in his alley normally. It's not Bad Bunny <laughs> you know, or Zebra Jones or uh, whatever the garbage is. I don't listening. know much about music, but it feels like today's there has been an upgrade ever since. Yeah, because I'm in, I told them, start playing music I like. And I know Spike, I should have told Spike he was just in here. Will you go grab Spike again? Now he doesn't have to come in. Just tell me he's gotta update the carousel of uh but by the way. Of uh of music. I say this is someone that I admit I don't know that much. Yeah. To me it's not that the music's bad, it's the same freaking songs all the time. Yeah, I know, That's like, my only like, issue. Like we've all heard OPP five million times, we all love it. Yeah. But you don't wanna hear it uh every three hours, all day, every day. Exactly okay. That's awesome. And for whatever
1: exactly. reason we gotta put a different number because it just the same shows going. It just ends up that it comes up in the afternoon. Yeah. So just listen.
3: Uh, I'm sure the figure uh, out a way to get to the other the, end of the list. Uh, eponymous uh, Al Dukes uh, plays whatever he wants in the morning. So you do the same from now on as well, Would you okay? call him the Eponymous? The Hippopotamus? No, not the Hippopotamus. The Eponymous. <laughs> yeah.
1: The sure. Eponymous Al Dukes. If anyone has ever been. Uh, eponymous. He's uh, the He's eponymous the Al Dukes. He's the eponymous. He's the eponymous. What do you
3: call when somebody names like their restaurant after themselves? It's called the eponymous.
1: Yeah. I was unaware of that. Yeah. But
3: what did so you like if, if you had a place called Evans, they would say, and the rest of the eponymous restaurant. Well, kind of like, like the boomerang Carton Grill at Barclay Center? Yeah, it was the eponymous. Okay. 100%. Yeah. I mean, what else would you call the boomer and carton grill? No, no, I have no problem with the name. I'm just saying that's like a bad. wanted to use it was a marketing deal. They paid yeah. us a lot of money just to put our names Whoa. on a bad burger. I, <laughs> I mean, the botcha galoo burger was not a, a bad burger. No, I wasn't talking about that. That's the all-time greatest selling item in Barclays Center history. <laughs> I know, I'm defending it. And by the way, uh my Lucky invented it. Oh, it was him? Yeah. Uh there's a battle between my kids which item would sell more because they each invented their own. Yep. And Lucky came up I named it, but he came up with it. Well, it was a burger Chicken fingers, fries. Yeah, it was crazy. Boom. Yeah. Had it once. <laughs> had to go to the bathroom, but it was good. Adam, I'm sure you did. Yeah, we didn't cook it. <laughs> Why is Al Dukes eponymous, though? What did he name after himself? The Al Dukes podcast. Oh. Yeah. He's eponymous. Wait, I didn't know he had a podcast. I thought it's Alan Jerry. No, Al's got his own private thing with uh, his uh, uh, boy toy, Paul. Oh, I do not know about that. Yeah, he's got a man friend. That's fine, yeah. And by the way. Happens. And if you're happy, be happy. Good for him. That's right. He's got a lady friend named Gina and a man friend named Paul. That's good. I don't know if they all get together at the <laughs> same time. <laughs> I was going to say. Because uh, that's, that. uh, yeah, that's none of my business. Uh another word for that. Yeah, but that's not eponymous. What is the relationship no. between the said Gina and said Paul? I, I assume uh, they've met, but I don't know. Gotcha. Um, Paul's a jealous type, so I, I can't speak yeah. to that uh, publicly, at least. Gotcha. Anyhow. I don't know how we got on that. But yeah, play whatever music you want to play. You called him the All eponymous right. Al Dukes. He's the eponymous Al Dukes. Yes. Eponymous. I'm just saying. That's <laughs> you think that'll stick? Uh, you want to call him uh, Eponymous Al from now <laughs> on? Eponymous Al, ladies Which is very <laughs> similar to Dick Van Dyke's character in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, which is? Come on, I Big have Mac. No idea. I know I Evan seen don't Chitty know, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. And if, if no. he watched it, I would consider him around children. No? Eradicus Potts. Yeah, don't remember that. You're mentioning a movie from 1968, dude. Not before that. Like, seriously. I think, yeah. It's and then you be, get uh, upset that the 30-year-olds don't yeah, know what the hell you're talking it about. It's, uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is one of those movies you have to see. Okay. It's like, uh, you know, you know. No, I get it, but it was from 100 years ago. One of those movies ago. you have to see, like Goodfellas, Scarface, mm. Godfather.
1: Chitty chitty, chitty, bang,
3: chitty Bang Bang is no. a top ten. You have to see it if you're an American. If you haven't seen it, shame on you. I it. can definitely name ten movies, and I'm a movie expert. That I would put above Chitty Chitty Bang Bang in movies I have to see. No, it's a, you, know, you have to see. Is it, it being banned? Because I'm reading a it's lot of things are being banned. No. I'm, no, I'm no, reading no, about no, this, by crap. the way. And uh, I you're, swear, uh, jet should watch it. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. 100%. This weekend should be, that should be a Jet movie night. Ah, let me read it over. Chitty Bang Bang. it over. are not reading Is it, it 19... over. You're just going to take Uncle Craigie's word for it. It's a 1968 musical yeah. fantasy film. Yep. Dick directed by Ken Hughes. Chitty Bang Bang. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Chitty Bang Bang. The film chitty, opens jim, with bang, a sequence bang. of European Grand Prix won know, by the same he's car. our faithful friend. Over an instrumental bang, version bang, of the chitty, main chitty, theme. Bang Bang. Our fine 4 fendered friend. Bang bang, chitty chitty bang bang. Hey, how about this? Are find for fender. In the opening, fending, chitty, bang bang, chitty chitty bang. In bang. the opening sentence, it says it concludes with the eponymous car crashing are, and burning because <laughs> the name of the car is chitty chitty bang bang. Yeah, it's eponymous. Okay, like eponymous. Like Al Dukes. There you go. The eponymous Al Dukes. That's right. Here, by the way, I guarantee you, if you put out a poll, yep, is Chitty Chitty Bang Bang a must-see movie for an American? It would be 90 to oh, 10. You really want me to put that out? To do it. It's I mean, not it's not been be a while idea. since a no you've right. gotten no, embarrassed a poll. I'm going to start 2023 off with a winning poll, my friend. Are you sure? Yep. Is, all right. I'm
1: putting is, it out there. Craig, che- don't do this. Well, don't do this. Don't do it.
3: This is an easy win because for me. You know, I start with a layup.
1: I don't want to insult yeah. Dick Van Dyke. Is I don't want to insult shitty, this movie. Chitty,
3: Chitty, Bang, Bang, a must-see movie. A must-see movie. For all Americans. Yes, or no, I mean very go. simple. This is like the easiest poll I ever won, and I got a whole list of polls I want you to pub this year it too. Shitty, shitty. Bang I'm bang gonna bang. go on a like forty and oh Winning poll run. Oh, really? Yes, You're I am. You're going to start 0-1? No, I'm not. You're going to start well, first with a off, big, fat L. Yeah, first off, I set the stage at 90. Yeah, you I did. I didn't have to do that, but well, I did because I'm not confident. No, but that's the win. If it's 80, you lose. That's all good by me. You said 90. I think it might be 98. There's, it's impossible to win any poll you can really against me just to make me lose. Be honest on this one. Chitty-bang-bang, chitty bang bang chitty-chitty-bang-bang, chitty-chitty-bang-bang. Bang bang, chitty bang. Tommy you saw Chitty Chitty bang bang right of course there you go see? <laughs> must see for all Americans must see for all Americans yeah, yeah.
1: you you never saw it uh biggs I can't remember no no either I remember it, yeah. well no you I don't. remember it I, but I'm I might have seen it no, at some point I don't remember, remember it. it
3: you remember with the big nose kid catcher yeah. no no all I
1: remember uh bed knobs and broomsticks yeah no, that's ridiculous
3: here's uh Scotty <laughs> in uh Titanic Connecticut Scotty what's up <laughs>
4: Uh, I regret to inform you, I've never seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, but I promise you, I will very shortly.
3: Oh, well, you're probably Russian. I'm I'm, re-
4: I'm, I'm probably Russian. Yeah, <laughs> I am Russian.
3: Told you. Look at that. Oh,
4: Didn't oh, it. Yeah. Definitely, uh, my grandmother was Russian. That's yeah, because Russians uh, teach job. their
3: kids not to watch Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. That's why you never saw it. <laughs> I don't know. It never ruled the no because the movie slights Eastern Europeans, which is why Russians have told their kids it's uh, the devil spawn. Gotcha. So I understand why you never saw it, but you're selling yourself short, you should see it. Oh I, I will. My grandma's
4: passed away a long time ago, so I'm in the clear. I'm Even better.
3: I'm check it out. <laughs> How about <laughs> that one, Evan? <laughs> <laughs>
4: All right, what do you got? Well, I'm um, on my way down to UBS to go to the island game my boys. Nice. I heard you guys talking. About, I heard you guys talking about the Jets. Yeah. You guys are out of your mind. You guys are not on the on the planet. You guys are not in reality. Until you get rid of that head coach, you have no chance. You're not going to get a, a, a world class offensive coordinator to come in because he knows if you guys don't make the playoffs next year, he's gone. Let me ask uh, you so a qu- no ask you second a question.
3: part of his point is fair. The yes. first point isn't. I'm not fully where
4: he's no. at. Let me ask you a
3: question. You ever play? Uh, you uh, got a terrible you- head coach. He's have, a coach. That's fine. Uh, listen, you may be proven to be right when it's all said and done, but let me ask you a quick question, okay? Have you that ever have really you efficient. ever played uh, ping pong or tennis? Uh, yeah, I played tennis
4: and ping pong. Yeah. Great. All right, so not, not, not have
3: you, Do you think you'd be uh, any good at ping pong or tennis without a paddle or a racket?
4: Probably
3: not. Right, I'm with you. I agree. Neither would I. What the hell's so, your point? I'm, Watch how I get to the point right okay. here. Evan, it's a yeah. Russian
4: thing, Evan, Evan. it's a Russian thing. Oh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, First off, the answer is: How do I know if Robert Saul is a good coach or not? He doesn't have a quarterback. When he have a real quarterback, there we'll learn right away if he can coach or not. That's A. B. How old are your kids that are you going to the Islander game
4: with? No, no, I'm going. I'm going down to meet my boys. And I left the, my my daughter at practice tonight. My son's. Oh God! Well, listen. I, I'm I, on my own. The wife. The wife's
3: taking the daughter to practice. I'm on my own, baby. Oh, nice. Let so, me explain this to Craig. Some of us cool kids refer to our friends as boys, not just our children. Oh. So he's hanging out with the boys Scotty. tonight. Oh, you know what you should do, Scotty? You should go to the speakeasy inside UBS. Have you ever been there? Uh, no, but I hold on. I
4: can write this down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no, not sure I'm if they, not I'm not sure
3: if they like Russians in there or not but um, <laughs> there's a secret speakeasy inside UBS Arena. Really? Yep. I'm not I'm telling I you think, for real for real. No, no,
4: I don't think you're lying at all. I I, I don't want to interrupt you. Go on.
3: Well, I kind of have to leave it at that, but when you get there, you know, ask around and see how you can get in. You could probably talk your way in. So just go to random security guy and say, I'm a Russian, where's the speakeasy? Well, I wouldn't say I'm Russian, where's the speakeasy? (laughs) But there's a secret speakeasy. I've told Evan about it before. Yeah, no, he has, he has. uh, Inside UBS Arena. And... It is badass. And you're going to need that speakeasy because this Island team's lost three in a row. They need to get their heads out of their asses. By the way, and they have couches made out of real Corinthian leather. That is cool. So there you go. I still don't fully love your analogy. Which one? With the tennis rackets and the ping pong Well, Because it's almost as if you're fully exonerating Robert Sala. I want to be clear, I'm not. I'm not where our last caller is. His game day management's atrocious. I'm not where our last caller is who is 100% in on he sucks, you got to get rid of him. Do I lean that way? Yeah. No, no doubt. I have more evidence to support his argument than yours. I really do. By the way, I'm fine with that. But I'm not 100% there. I am not convinced, okay, they cannot win with him, which is where our last caller's at. But this is it, man. And he's right, though. His second point's a good one. We could sit here and talk about offensive coordinators we want. The Jets are not a desirable location. You have a head coach that's on the hot seat, and you don't know who your quarterback is. Craig, tell me why that's desirable. Well, I think it's going to become more desirable. I think giving a guy that's not currently a... How? Well, first off, it's not desirable. Why? Because we don't have a quarterback right now. No, no. It's not desirable for two reasons. I want to make it clear. Go ahead. They don't have a quarterback. Okay. And you know you're going into a job in which the head coach, which means you, will be fired after a year if you don't win. I think to the contrary. How's that? I think a few things. Number one... You're going to sit down with Woody Johnson. He's going to tell you that we are going to spend the money to get a veteran quarterback. So you either take that leap of faith or you're not. If okay. you're not, I agree with you then. You're not taking the job. All right. Number two, you have an opportunity to make this offense really, really good with your fingerprints on it. And if this head coach continues to mismanage timeouts and make other bad decisions, who do you think the next coach is going to be? I don't be? want the job that way because think about it. How many well, interim want coaches? want the job anyway now. Name me the list of interim coaches. Who have gone on and kept the job and been successful. I'll wait. I mean, I'd have to do a little research on that. Jason Garrett is an example. I'll give it to you for you. Outside of that, it doesn't happen often. It's not impossible. But usually when you are promoted because your head coach stinks, your team's not any good. And it's probably too late to recover. I don't think that appeals to Nathaniel Hackett or appeals to Todd Munkin or whoever you're thinking about. Oh, you may get a crap job because the coach will be fired because things are so bad? Come on. Well, there's a flip side to it also. You want to be a coordinator if you're not going to be a head coach – in the NFL, correct? Is that fair? Of course. So there are only so many of those jobs that are available. Yeah, but the ones... So you're giving me a chance to have one of 32 jobs. Well, yeah, Craig, we're talking about the more desirable OCs who are going to have better options. Like, I'll give you one right now. The Go. Texans. The Texans will have a better... Uh- Scenario. Yeah, but I'm, listen. I'm it's a not, better job. Hang on. First off, as I'm, I was saying, I'm not saying that the Jets are the best available opportunity. They're the worst. I'm saying there might only be eight of these opportunities that are open this year. Yeah, but how will you get in? And the, by that alone, you're going to have really good I, candidates wanting I, to come in. I disagree with you because a lot of the guys we're talking about, the ones we want, have jobs. They're not going to leave a job for a job that they look at like, and yeah, say, like, yeah. Give me an example. Just name a random name. I won't hold you to it. Random name. Todd Munkin. Why is he leaving Georgia? Todd Munkin, maybe he wants to return to the NFL. Or he could say, right? I'll just continue to win at Georgia until yeah. I get a better job, I mean, Todd, not this one. Uh, Liz, there's, there's a financial component to it, too, I'm sure. I imagine Todd Munkin's making seven figures at Georgia. Probably, okay, even right? the same thing with a Nathaniel Hackett or Cliff Kingsbury. They're making so much money, yes. they could say, why would I get back into this, where I want to be a head coach again, with a crap job? I'll tell you why. Because unsuccessful head coaches... Usually do their damnedest to get right back in because if they wait a couple years, they become afterthought. Ben McAdoo didn't go right away. When was he out for he half hated. a year? Right, he sat out. And and by the way, even if it's not the jet job, maybe you're better off taking a more low profile job like what um, uh, Nagy did. Nagy went back to Kansas City. He's not even the offensive coordinator. He's the quarterbacks coach. Right, right. I think these guys need to be selective. And the jet job. I it's not good. It's not a good job. I disagree with that. We have great wide receivers. If uh, Brees is back, we have a great running back. It's not about that though. It's about the le- lack of certainty with the quarterback but and you the have, fact you've done him. in a year. I'll agree with you on this one part point. If you're not positive that they're going to go spend the money to get what you would consider a legitimate veteran quarterback that's been there and done it, then I say yeah, it's not the greatest job. But if you buy into the rhetoric or the speech that Woody's going to give you, that is. I'm financially committed to making sure we have a legitimate veteran quarterback that I think the Jets are as good an opportunity as anyone. If you trust that that's true, then you've got to look at this job and say, well, we better be successful because I'll be fired with the head coach. They're not going to hold on to me if they blow the staff up. Yeah, but you're going to get a three- or four-year deal for a couple million bucks a year. you be just, fine, too. I hate saying it. I got to call it like it is. This is not a good job. I, I fundamentally disagree with nah, that. Man. I do. Nah. Sorry. That's okay. We, we let out our points. We disagree. Yeah. It's okay. I, and that's the, how the world goes round. Respectful disagreement. Speaking of disagreement, get, you want to yeah. hear how that poll's going so far? I don't need to look at it. I know I won it already. You're getting obliterated. Ha, ha, like ha. you said, yeah, sure I am. It's going to be yes at ninety yep. percent. What have I told you with a thousand votes in just ten short minutes? Uh-huh. That the no column is at seventy three. percent I think you probably misworded it, or the people don't understand what the question is. Is Chitty Chitty Bang Bang a must see movie for all Americans? Yes. Yes or no? It yes. is as simple as it comes. Yeah. Seventy three percent of people say no. This isn't just a loss. I don't buy that. This is a Jimmy a Fugazi, Carter loss. It's a Figazi poll. This is a Herbert Humphrey loss. Hubert Humphrey that loss. All this is again is people don't like me winning polls. That's all this is. Cause every one of those people saw Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. By the way, Humphrey, that should be the follow-up. I apologize. Humphrey wasn't a good example. It was a close election. Yeah, I don't This call is you a that. Walter Mondale, George McGovern kind of loss. This is an Adlai Stevenson kind of loss, and this is the guy telling me that Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is not a must-see movie. You see what I deal with? Yeah, some of those elections were after yeah. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang even came out. They're more recent. Oh, the Mondo <laughs> one's about this. McGovern too. Here's uh, Anthony in Monmouth County. Anthony, what's on your mind, Tiger?
4: Frankie, what's up, boy? How are we doing? How you doing? Great. Listen, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Thank okay. you. Yeah. You bang bang! I I uh, I have five kids and eight grandsons, and they all watched it. Add that so, that's the poll. Beghez- yeah, you better Beghez-
3: go. You better go vote though, because you're getting <laughs> outnumbered there, Beghez- pal.
4: <laughs> Beghez- hey, listen, it's Caracticus pots, and also it has an intermission in the in the movie. So if you rent the movie, really? it's an intermission in the middle of it. No, yeah, in, fair- in fairness, to
3: you, Anthony and Craig, in all seriousness, yeah. I will watch it with my kids just because. What's what's better than a kid movie? Let's, yes. let's see if they love it. They're not turned off by the fact that it's so old. Like I'm concerned about that. No, I mean, no. I'm not kidding. I, I think you might be. No, But I'm not. I think, yeah, no, no, at, no, at no, five no. years Craig, old. No, Craig, my favorite movie of all time is from 1968. It will not turn me off. Hold on, now I got to figure this out. Thanks for the, the call, Aunt. You already know the answer. Your fair. oh Ben Hur. No, no, I know. Yeah, you, you damn dirty apes. You are damn right. Yeah, Planet of the Apes came out in the, the same the Charlton year. Charlton Heston Planet of the Apes is his favorite Bravus movie of all time. There's only one. And I love it. So obviously, the oldness of a movie wouldn't turn me off, but a six-year-old, I don't know. No, nah, he'll he won't turn him off at all. Okay, he'll be. He'll, there's one part he'll get a little scared though. Great. When the big nose child catcher, you know, tries to catch. Why are you looking at me? while you say that? I'm not because I'm talking to you. Yeah, I don't like the way you look. Yeah, at me. why? Because you have a nose. Yeah. Yeah, your nose is there's nothing wrong with your nose. By Th- the way, thanks. By the way. Yeah, there's ain't nothing wrong with your nose. I can't believe how embarrassed you got in this poll. I feel bad for you. I'm not looking at the poll. 73% say no. That's, that's impossible. Oh. It's fundamentally impossible. Wow. And he's right. I said erraticus. I apologize. Caractacus pot. So, my apology <laughs> on that. I'm glad you fixed Caracticus it.
1: Caractacus pots. There you go. It's like, like had, me
3: fixing the Humphrey reference. Yeah, is there something you want to say over there, Biggs, or no? No, no, like no. Really. I was just going to
1: tell you, I told you not to do it. I warned you. <laughs> <laughs> you I said, don't put this poll up. But you had to. I stand know.
3: by it. Okay. Stand by it. Sometimes okay. the polls get it wrong.
1: I mean, I mean, this isn't yeah. just wrong. That's you said
3: it? 90% yes. It's at 27% yes. Do the math. Uh, you couldn't possibly be more wrong you if you You set you out try. to,
1: you know, put this thing on a pedestal, and instead you've embarrassed this. the yeah, all That's, the, what, that's all today, <laughs> that's all you've done today, sir. That's all you've done today. You've weakened the country. Mo- you've weakened that? the movie's <laughs> legacy.
3: By the way, I stand by what I said. You're allowed to stand by stupid things. I mean, It's okay. You know, it's funny, uh, a couple weeks ago, I went on TV and I said, and you confirm this, uh, Tom Brady's going to the Miami Dolphins after the year.
1: Yes, yes. I was the,
3: the, (laughs) and let's just be fair about it. You did. I was the only guy in America that had that take or point of view, right? Let me back you up. Not only did you say it on TV, you said it on this show, you said it very matter-of-factly. Yeah. Every time I'd bring up, like, the Dolphins or the off-season, you would just say, hey, by the way, Evan, as you know, Tom Brady's a Dolphin. Yeah. 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 So uh, today, pro football talkers out there and goes, um, "quote unquote," definitely on the table that Tom Brady joins the Dolphins. Huh. Now, where did they get that idea from? <laughs> who's the fir- who's the leader in the clubhouse on that little ditty? Huh? <laughs> I mean, it, it gets to a point where it's obnoxious. Yes. Not not that you couldn't at some point have come up with that as a potential. Destination for all the obvious reasons I said, including the fact that they try to get him not only in, but also with uh, minority ownership of the team a couple years ago, right? Yeah. And they were investigated for tampering. Now, all of a sudden, everyone's going, hey, but well, maybe Brady to the Dolphins. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's comical being a leader on all things. <laughs> And having other people just jump well, out of the wagon I don't mean, and act like it's a unique thought by them. I don't mean to Ugh. start a problem. <laughs> disgusting. I right? don't mean to start a problem, but I'm going to because no, I look out for you. Don't no. start on any more problems. No, no, no. I'm defending you. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. Fox if you're listening. No, no, no we don't need, I'm good. No, no, hold on. I'm good. I don't care if you're good. Yes. Every other show on Fox, yeah. They write report Brady joining the <laughs> Dolphins is Fox. definitely on the table. Yeah. Do you I'm the Do, guy a, that did the do you do a show on Fox? I'm the reporter. SNY <laughs> wouldn't do us dirty like that. They oh, would yeah, yeah. say Cardin Roberts is reporting like they did. Hey, remember the whole vaccine stuff? They yeah. gave us credit eventually. We beat them into it. Eventually. But they did. <laughs> SNY, you're a loyal partner. We appreciate yeah. it. How about Fox? What a disgrace. Not at Craig all. Craig they- Carton, our own Craig Ca- You don't have to say it. I got you, bro. I'm good. I got you. I'm if good. you're listening, Fox, clean it up. I'm good. Clean it up. I'm good. Don't man. steal it. Exactly. Nobody's stealing it. No, they stole it from you. All good. It's a disgrace. No, eight, sorry, bro, eight I seven, got you. seven. good cop bad cop i'll be the bad cop i'll be your huckleberry clean that crap up craig Court reports thank you that's all i'll say about this i'm done just saying is i'm done i got it off my cat i got it off my chest here's a danny in Centerport. danny what's up kiddo hi danny
4: on two points here, man. First off, the wording is wrong, Craigie. That poll should be American kids' movie. You guys got it out as as must see American movie for, for everybody. It's a must American kids' movie that needs to be. Ah, uh, that's a, a good point. Good after.
3: point. Oh. But um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I may just have to take the LMU oh, There you go.
4: Hey, <laughs> hey, a- Listen, yeah. man. I-, I I couldn't agree with Craigie even more, and I- I'll elaborate if you allow me, man. You cannot play ping pong without a paddle. There's no way that we can run an offense without a quarterback. We can't run an offense with a depleted offensive line that had backups to the backups Danny, play. Danny, why, Danny, why I don't even, disagree. Kevin, why do you even get rid of this guy? I don't even agree with this. Uh whole, wholeheartedly don't agree okay, with Okay, well him,
3: there's Kevin. a couple of things though here on this. Like I don't disagree with, with the you're done. Go ahead. I'm yeah. Gonna... I don't disagree with the idea that hey, this team didn't have a quarterback. It's tough to judge this offense. If you have a competent quarterback, even with the same coordinator, even with the same head coach, we all agree they're a playoff team. My point to you is I've also seen other pieces of evidence, such as his handling of timeouts on numerous occasions, such as this defense not coming up big in the big moment and having an inability to force a turnover over the last six weeks, where I question how good he is. So while I understand your point about the quarterback, I don't even disagree, there are other aspects of coaching besides that, and he has looked subpar in those other aspects. Do you agree?
4: And and listen, Evan, you're 100% right. But I've said this to you the last time. All that being aside, all the ups and downs of the season, if we had a quarterback and won one or two games with just average play, we would be in the playoffs and we wouldn't be having this conversation. And we also wouldn't be having this conversation now of revamping this entire offense. I think this is the worst decision ever. The only way this is going to work with a new offense, and you guys just hit it on the head, and I think you'll agree with me. How about this? Get the quarterback first before you get the OC. I but understand. Now, at least the OC yeah. says, oh, wow, you got Lamar or you got Derrick? I, I, I'm in.
3: I get what you're saying, but I think that you can also upgrade an offensive coordinator without saying all of this failure is on him. And Craig and I agree on that. It's not all on Mike LaFleur. It's no, not. Some of it, not all. But of some of it, yeah. But I think they need something new on offense, a new quarterback. And if you can upgrade an offensive coordinator as opposed to a guy who's been the OC for two years and they can't score points, whether it's not all his fault or not, you have a chance to get better. So get me an upgraded offensive coordinator. Get me an upgraded quarterback. By the way, uh, I just want to correct the mistake uh, I made on the show. The linebacker that dated and I think had some uh, domestic violence stuff with Teela Tequila was uh, Sean Merriman. No. So that's my mistake and my fault. I got the wrong linebacker for the Chargers, but it was Sean Merriman, not uh, Junior Seau. Sean Merriman did, did he die? Also, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, jeez, I don't know. I mean, it put me in a tough spot here. I well, don't mean wanna... either he did or he didn't. I've never heard about him dying. Well, then he didn't. But then, if I say no and then he's dead, I'll feel bad. No, I'm he's gonna alive. find it right now. No, he's he's uh, Sean Merriman is alive. All right, so, Sean Merriman was a for me a kind of moment where I learned as a radio host. And I, I'm curious your opinion on this. All right. So I had a strong opinion, rookie year as, an, as a WFN full-time host. And I remember calling Sean Merriman a cheater because he got busted for steroids. He was lights out. He was lights out. No, he was a tremendous player, but he was a cheater. He did steroids. Yes, he did. At that Super Bowl that we were lucky to be at, Sean Merriman was live and in person. And I remember thinking to myself in the days before Twitter, I said, Evan, I know this is intimidating. You have to call him a cheater to his face. Like, you got to gain credibility around him. I mean, you can't. If, you can't, if you called him a cheater, I made a point of it, <laughs> so and he came on your show and you didn't, then people would be like, you have no credibility. So I did, I knew that. So I was, Craig, I was so nervous. That he might hold off and crack you? Well, I'm sitting right next to him. Yeah. And I, I did. I didn't do it like a, you're a cheater, get off the, just, yeah. now you're a cheater. Can you explain to me why you're not? And I thank God. He was very good at responding. <laughs> oh, like he had prepped an answer for that kind of yeah, attack? Like he wasn't happy with the way he was phrased, but I didn't get my ass kicked. But it was a get, like, welcome to radio moment because I think it's a test you always have to have as a host. It's the one uh, Big Mac failed last summer when we had Saquon on, and he kept calling him a bust. But then as soon as Saquon came on the air, yeah. I said to him off air and on air, you got to call Saquon a bust to his face. And he wouldn't do it. So yeah. I did it for him. You know how it is. So you did you say to Saquon... Big Mac has called you a bust? No, I, I did it for him. You I said, like, hey, I I've, think yeah. you're a bust. Tell, tell people who call you a bust, which I think is a little soft oh, way to do it. it. I uh, that's weak, though. Like, if you said, hey... Yeah, I'm sure you've He's, heard there are other people out there that think no. you are a bus. How do you respond to those people? Yeah, no, he phrased
1: it as, no, well, I, you know, I'm sure you hear it a lot whether it's our show or whether it's, you yeah, know, I put myself anyone out in there. the country like, you know, you the, the term, bus gets, thrown, the term the, bus gets thrown around. The term bus gets thrown around. How do you the, respond to that?
3: You can find the question no, no, in recorder, remember? No, that one we did. Okay, great. I think I said, I've said it before. Like I think I have. But now I don't know. Point is, it was Big Mac's moment, not mine. And by the way, to be fair, it's not as easy as people think it is when the guy's sitting right next to you. right. Speaking of Saquon, you see what he said today? Uh, I saw he was wearing the Our way shirt, but I did not hear what he said. Saquon was asked, and, I, and this should not bother you, Big Mac. I'm not saying it to bother anybody. I think it's cool. You may not. He was asked about, hey, you're about to play in your first playoff game. What are your biggest playoff memories as a kid growing up? Oh, I know. I know this. Saquon grew up fan. as a Jet fan. So he so, loved uh, the back-to-back AFC Championship bingo. games. yeah, And that's what he said with a smile on his face. Damn, why did the Jets get him? Because they uh, were picking behind the Giants, and we're going to take a quarterback, unlike the Giants. We wouldn't have gotten him anyway. We would have screwed it up, let's be honest. We've missed every great generational quarterback in every draft we've had a chance to get him, so not? So just, exactly just take the running back. Well, I'm just it up. doesn't matter. Take the running I back. Think, I think it's great that he said that's honest. Grew up a Jet fan, loved Mark Sanchez and the Rex Ryan Jets. Yeah. That's my favorite uh, memory as a kid. Now let's see you replicate it, Biggs. You know, it's funny. Somebody said to me on Twitter, uh, aren't the Giants playing in a playoff game? Aren't you guys the flagship station for the Giants? How come uh, the whole day's Jet Offensive Coordinator talk? Because maybe the Jets are catching you, Biggs. By the way, did anybody go to that... um, Riverdale, New Jersey, a bar night last night with uh, uh, Tiki and uh, Carl. I listen to it, Bob Papa. I love it when you call me Bob Papa. Sounded like they had a big do you How how do you know it sounded like it? It sounded that way. Oh, it was on the radio? Yeah.
4: I
1: didn't hear it.
3: It was a two-hour show, right? It was a two-hour giant special? Oh, so you heard that, Evan, did you? Yeah. Oh.
1: Weird how that works. Well,
3: I was listening to something wrestling-related after the show. I was he, interested yeah, he in the called WWE the, a yeah, show. He, There's a Rowdy Rowdy Piper special on serious.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. So from <laughs> 6.30 to 7, he had something to listen to. 7 o'clock.
3: Bang. Right wide to open. the affair. From 6.30 open. to 7.20, I was listening to something specific. At 7.20, I still wasn't home yet, I put on the, uh, the show. And I listened to it. Gotcha. I apologize. How, you did, make the it, call. Uh, how did it sound? Did, did you feel like he was missing the input of our uh, Thursday Night Lights uh, host? Oh, it's Thursday, Thursday
1: Night, Night Live. live. Pardon
3: me? Close enough, though. <laughs> you know, I think it w- it was good, but yeah, I think Big Mac would have made it even better. Sure. Why would it be called Thursday Night Live? Like, all the programming's live. Shouldn't it be like Thursday Night Lights? That kind of thing, or no? I don't know. Like, how do you differentiate Thursday Night
1: Live from the show that comes on after it? By calling it such. Oh, got it. Okay, just checking. There you go. Do you feel like you should have been a part of that broadcast? I was kidding. No, I don't necessarily think I should have been. I would have liked to have been. It would have been cool, I That would have been nice if they had included you. You know what would have been better, though? What? Sean Morash. Sure. (laughs) That's a giant fan. One giant uh, leap podcast, right? There you go. That's a giant fan, bro. Giant step.